Happy Friday, folks. <laughs> I like the way he's holding the face up like he's trying to check to see if he got the spaghetti ball and he's stayed doing it for the day before. <laughs> you know, take it out of the wash, like, what is off? Then you go back in, space and vanish. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, today, the first of our double bill, we are doing this review here of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022, and then we'll be moving over, well, we'll be moving over to the next stream to do the Ouija Shark watch along, which we cannot wait for. <laughs> so make sure to stick around on our page after this here episode. This one will be a short one. Uh, not much to, well, there's some stuff to say about this movie, but we're going to dive right into it. Uh, so mm. we've seen the release of the 2022 version of You Know What Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. And uh, <laughs> J Mac. Hi, <laughs> um, uh, Janice. Hi, uh, Janice. Uh, Thanks for joining us again on a Absolutely. lovely Friday afternoon for you, I'm assuming. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I, <laughs> hmm, this, the, the, oh, where did I start? Uh, the the yeah. trailer for this actually made it look pretty decent. Um, and I'll be honest, it started off relatively promising. It looks like a good film. It's, it's well shot. Um, but it's pish, um, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, without putting too fine a point on it. Um, well, that's my general consensus. I'll explain why once you tell me what you thought of it. Well, we're going to get into the spoilers towards the end, so like in 15 minutes. So for me, I was like, yes, because, you know, there are the the, the Mount Rushmore of, of horror, Michael Myers, Leatherface, Pinhead, Chucky, Ghostface, uh, all these guys, right? I think your camera's Obviously haunted. Jason, uh, J- Jason Borges, it is, I uh, um, <laughs> So Jason Voorhees, these are the Mount Rushmore of the horror industry. And if you're going to see a, a new remake of these or a, a rehash or a re-envisioning or a sequel, you're always going to go to see it regardless, right? You're mm-hmm. just going to. So I was looking forward to seeing this. And then and then I, I, I was like, in fact, I'm actually more looking forward to seeing this when I had seen who the cast were and how the characters were behaving and I was like they want me to want these guys to die ah, <laughs> so I'm allowed to enjoy them getting smashed uh, that's, that's one thing that I think I mean you kind of wonder were they taking a chance on that like were they was it a deliberate move to make the the kind of main characters so unlikable um, mm. or do you think it was trying to aim the market at young kids which are essentially like that mm-hmm. um really annoying um i mean this is the first texas chainsaw film where i feel like the the locals were actually decent people mm-hmm. you know like they, they bump into the sheriff and he's he's, he's a decent guy a bit gruff but yeah. a decent guy the contractor they've got to help them gentrify their town is is he's a kind of just a normal guy um he's he's not a, a horrible kind of racist, bigot, sexist, misogynistic rapist or anything, which they normally are. Um mm. so <laughs> they I normally are. they normally are in the in the Texas Chainsaw films. So whenever they get to the town that they're going to, it's just like, hey boy. <laughs> um <laughs> and uh, just kind of leering at girls' bums and stuff like that. So ah uh, it's it's a bit this this one's a bit different in that those characters are actually likable and the main ones just aren't. Um <laughs> See, Matthewman says, my favourite bit was the hammer knee. We will get to the hammer knee. <laughs> we will get to the hammer knee. One thing I would say about this, I mean, this is supposed to be the direct sequel to 
the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like Halloween, 19s. right? Aye. Oh my god! Like, like Halloween. I mean, it's so original these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this film is an insult to the original. Personally, uh, it's the tone is completely different. The violence in this is so over the top. It verges on being comic. Um, <laughs> and but I, I watched the original this morning. Actually, once mm-hmm. I dropped the wee boy off at school, and I'm talking about the original, like the proper mm-hmm. 1973. Don't be hopping, don't be hopping. Was that was it 73, 74? Um, 73. <clears throat> so I sat down and watched that, and then when I finished it, I just felt I, feel, I felt like I just had a complete assault on my senses. I felt like I'd been abused for like the last half hour of the film. Um, this one, it's just a popcorn film for idiots. Mm. and it's it's not it hasn't done the original justice and it tried to do the jamie lee curtis thing and it just fell flat on his face <laughs> oh no i've been yeah. waiting for Thanks you for making, for why'd you years. make me big there <laughs> made me yeah, big right towards the end of my sentence <laughs> yeah for everybody at home watching on spot uh, listening on spotify and apple podcasts jmac is referring to something that happened on the visual show which is why you need to go to youtube facebook and all that cool stuff to check us out and you'll see what's going on in the that'll make sense but hey i thought okay usually when something happens in hollywood there's always the the followed suit right you always oh it's remakes are in because one movie franchise done a great remake so it's in now so we'll all do it yeah that and Mm -hmm. that's what's happened here this was clearly uh halloween from wish right (laughs) why the hell why the hell would they bring back that character uh sally 50 years later, she got away. And then what? She comes back all Sarah Connor. And not <laughs> just that. They're like, oh, she became a ranger. I'm like, all right, cool. And then when you first meet her, she's slaughtering a pig. I know. I know. Uh, cool. Just to show how well she can use a knife. <laughs> but, Obviously not well. But here, by the way, and uh, because based on it, it's, it's a, show, a, show, a, very, a very short show, I'm not going to hold back much on the spoilers. So if you, if you don't want to hear this, turn away. Right? But she had every opportunity. <laughs> If yours go to zero, <laughs> oh, it's just us, <laughs> mate. She had every opportunity to shoot Leatherface when he was sitting on that bed, right in his forehead, mm-hmm. and she didn't. Why? Dramatic effect. Oh come on! And then, and then they went they, right. They go out. <laughs> they go out into the street, and he picks her up with the chainsaw. Right, Dr- drills a hole straight through her with a chainsaw. Right, mm-hmm. up in the air. And then thrown into the trash. And she's still alive. Of course she's still alive. (laughs) Mate, that's what the the, the film just totally disrespects the original. I mean, the whole whole thing that was scary about the original is it it seemed like it could be real. You know, the the characters were like they were mental, but they were still human. He's full Michael Myers in this as well. He gets stabbed, shot, drowned, keeps coming back. It's oh. it's it's so silly, man. It, it really it annoyed me. It really, really got on my nerves. And the fact is, you, it's never actually... The, the film never seems sure of who the main character's supposed to be. Is it supposed mm-hmm. to be uh, the, the, the girl who was involved in the school shooting? Or is it supposed to be her sister? I don't know. The annoying one that looks like, looks like she protests on other people's behalf all the time. <laughs> um, aye, it was... They they basically just made the most unlikable characters, and we're like, right, we're just going to have a wee bit of fun here, and we're going to slice all these guys up. The character that had Nell Nell Hudson played, she was called Ruth. So she dies at the start, where she kind of gets stabbed as she's trying to escape the the crash. Mm-hmm. She so was she nice. says, 
Uh, she seems she, she was probably the only likable character there, apart from the guy that you think is going to be the badass savior throughout the full movie, and then he just gets snapped up into pieces. In the yep. Harmony. <laughs> Harmony. <laughs> I was like, see, when he got done in, I looked at my wife, and we're both like, well, I guess he'll not be saving the day then. I thought he was going to be a bigger part of this. Yeah, I swear to God, with the stuff people did survive in this film, I'm surprised he didn't show up again at I the end. <laughs> <laughs> Head all mashed in. <laughs> I'll save you. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is right so Nell Hudson done an interview where she was like you know I really loved the, reading the script because it was proper Gen Z right so like all these characters reflect where we are in life now and I'm like hard to disagree with that because most folk are like that <laughs> well the minority actually yeah, remember what I was saying about it's, always most, aye, it, it's basically annoying people and the world is full of annoying people um, mm. And this isn't just like a thing about getting older. The the generation that's following us. I mean, if there's any of you watching, hi and thanks for listening. But you're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> aye, um, <laughs> aye, and uh, I thought <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I'm just like, well, I can't really elaborate much on this. No, um, no. Well, I could, but maybe on a different podcast. Um, so I'm like, here's another thing. So Leatherface. Or I don't know. Depending on which timeline you're following, we're going to call him what Bubba in this one because that's essentially the original. So in this, he's apparently been chilling fifty years. Didn't he kill anybody, right? But beforehand, when he was with his crazy family, just kill you if he sees you. Mm-hmm. So they make him out because he worked in the slaughterhouse and he had a a thing for killing people. Now there's obviously been a lot more to this story. There's a movie called Leatherface on. Netflix shout out to Sam Coleman guy who was on this podcast he played not he played the person that they made you believe was going to be Leatherface <laughs> yeah. but it turns out it wasn't so we, we've got all the pieces of the puzzle to f- try and build this story as to who Leatherface is and then in this it's like yeah he just sat in a wee house in the middle of an empty town for 50 years doing nothing yeah. find that kind of hard to believe when in the first one he was just like I'm killing everything yeah, it's it's almost like that woman uh, who ran the orphanage, whoever she was, managed to get through to him in some way. Um, yeah. And spoiler alert, again, when she dies, he's like, oh, well, fuck it. Um, I'll take her face. I, I, I'll just wear her face. Um, <laughs> so that's a good way to remember her. Remember her, just look in the mirror every day. Um, wear her dress and everything. That's what the you're thing is. I, th- I thought the the face like the, the the mask the face thing just looked so fake and plasticky. Well, um, let me show you something. There's a game that I play often, and you've played it a few times also. And this game's called Dead by Daylight. There's a character yeah. in Dead by Daylight called the Clown, right? And he moves and looks exactly the way that they've. It's almost like they've taken the stencil of the clown and made Leatherface like him. Yeah, I'm telling right. you, what it wouldn't surprise me. The, the mm-hmm. amount of rip-offs in this film, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I say rip-offs, there's, there's a bit like, here's Leatherface. It's a clear <laughs> homage yeah. stroke rip-off of The Shining. Now, the thing is, mm-hmm. I don't expect to see an homage to The Shining in a Texas Chainsaw film. So it's not an homage, it's a rip-off. Yeah, um, and then the, there's this closet scene as well, where uh, she's hiding yeah. in the closet. Same position and everything <laughs> as the original Halloween. What are you playing so, at? What are you trying to make here? Are you trying uh, to make a sequel to uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or are you just trying to shove pop culture down our throats? Because well, one one thing outrules the other. Yeah, absolutely. I got a 
I'm going to bring up the... Aye, sorry, I, I must have not actually uploaded it, but I'm going to do it now. Aye. So, as always, the, the Matthew man himself is always on the case where it comes to... <laughs> Uh, Photoshop. The guy's phenomenal. Uh, he's been on the show many times. He's a uh, part of our Jabber Jabber family. Well, he... I don't actually think... Oh, no. Did I not save it? <laughs> so I, oh, you'll, get it, you'll get it. I'm um, getting it as we speak. But he... You'll get it. He, the thing, as the always, thing that made huh? me... The thing that made me so happy about that is that it was you this time. <laughs> Do you know, my wife even tongue. said that. My uh, wife even said that. She went... Haha, <laughs> that's funny. Usually he always picks on Jordan. <laughs> like, oh, no. Cheers, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> well, here is the masterpiece from the Matthew man himself. <laughs> Look at the missing ah, tooth, no. man. It's oh, perfect. No. Oh, it's no. perfect. It's like your average old firm match. <laughs> Chainsaw and everything. For everybody listening at home, do check out Craig Matthewman's work at C. Matthewman on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram. The guy does incredible artwork, and can he can work that Photoshop like no one else. We need to send him a couple new faces of us because it seems to be the same ones. That end <laughs> the scary, up the scary thing is, people looking at that might go, "Wow, he's really done a good job of editing your face." He hasn't. Kev, came, <laughs> Kev made that face. The only thing he changed was the tooth. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's genuinely my crazy face. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so there's. <laughs> There's a bus scene mm -hmm. in this film. Now, bus scenes, seem, they seem to be a wee bit of a thing recently. Um, oh, ever since Jeepers Creepers 2. Uh, Jeepers Creepers 2, and um, more recently, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten oh, Rings. No. That had an amazing bus scene. Mm. This one should have been amazing. This should have been the moment of the film where you just kind of sat back in your chair and enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy it. I, I just, I couldn't get into it. I couldn't, I didn't care about what was going on. Um, if, I mean, you didn't know enough about the people on the bus to give a shit what happened to them. The, the um, thing is, though, I wanted them all done in. I, I but, wanted them done in. The, the, the thing, here's, here's the bit that really, really kind of grinds my gears, right? Hmm. When they're on the bus, instead of trying to get past them and escape... They all start banging on the windows. I know, I know. In a ghost town. In a ghost town. There's <laughs> nobody there to save you. Who are you banging on the window for? Honestly, man. It's, it's, I know. Have you seen nobody? Man, that was says, the other one I was going to mention. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was a great bus scene. Bob Odenkirk. Shout out. <laughs> that Kicking was a brilliant. That was a brilliant movie. Loved brilliant it. Brilliant movie. Brilliant scene. And shout out to Christopher Lloyd for being awesome in that as well. <laughs> it was it wasn't until like towards the end my wife was like is that is that back to the future guy <laughs> like i <laughs> um <clears throat> so what was your thoughts on the whole bus scenario uh, uh again why i mean if, if he's just hacking folk up some of you are gonna make it out if he's all just charge him in fact why don't you all just charge him anyway you'll probably knock him over they're probably afraid to, they're afraid to hurt his feelings. No, the, the, if, uh, if anything, they were more Gen afraid Z. to get there. Uh, but <laughs> again, it was just a representation of of where we are in today's climate. And I, I was quite happy to just see them all getting hacked up. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I always thought as well, all the way through this movie, I was like, see those two sisters? They better know best him. They better know best him. I swear <laughs> to God. And they seem to be doing it every every opportunity that they got, and I was like, they're gonna get away. 
I know. Another thing that really kind of bugged me was the whole, right, she's a victim. Now, this is the one... Remember what I was saying about them? They're not, they're not actually quite sure who the main character is supposed to be. Is mm-hmm. it going to be the quiet sister who was in the school shooting? Or is it going mm-hmm. to be her new wave, mouthy, lippy sister, right? Mm-hmm. And it spends too much time on the lippy one. Um, mm-hmm. And not enough time on the one that actually maybe have a story to tell. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, she has to go over her fear of guns to try and deal with the situation. What an American storyline. Mm-hmm. She has to. Oh, she, she has to realize that guns are the way. Oh, piss off. Nah, <laughs> everything, everything that happened in the film, in sequence, just annoyed me more and more. I watched that again today. Just with fresh eyes to make sure I wasn't just in the wrong frame of mind something the first time I watched it because that can happen by the way that can influence how you feel about a film if you watch it and you're not in the right mood you'll you'll come out saying a film is terrible when it when mm-hmm. it isn't I rewatched The Greatest Showman after that's a good movie um, after hating it the first time and thoroughly enjoyed it it's all about your mood um, and I started off in a better mood this time and ended up worse there's there's something wrong with this film. There's a lot wrong with this film. Um, mm. And <laughs> Craig Mattyman says, "Good twist would have been if the sister was the school shooter and was a fucking psycho." <laughs> Aye. <laughs> Again, would it have made the film better? No. Would it have no. made it worse? No. It'd just be another piece of crap to add to it. It's mm. the, the film's just a mishmash of crap, um, and it, it it should be ashamed to bear that name to be honest with you um oh, yeah. i'm saying like i don't i've never been a huge fan of the original texas chainsaw massacre I, i've actually always preferred the remake for 2005 i find it a much more entertaining film but it's still dark and horrible like it's, it's an uncomfortable film to watch um as is the original this one you just don't care this, you don't feel yeah. I, I didn't feel either way about any of it um stephen thompson stego uh, text me because he'd seen it the night before I had seen it and he said have you seen it mate and I says no I'll, I'll be watching it tomorrow and the one thing that he said that made so much sense was it doesn't feel like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie no no it feels like um, what's that Hatchet Victor Crowley that's mm. what this film feels like yeah it's just blood and guts and actually without the humour there's nothing funny in this film either there's mm. It's just blood and guts and brainless silliness and irritating Gen Zers. Mm, well, um, so I ten out of ten. Like, watch it. You'll be glad to know that a lot of them get done in. Um, I'm going to just <laughs> have we spoiler here just for the meme purpose. Uh, <laughs> we all spoiler. Hate... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says we all hated you since the start, and we're glad you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so yeah I, that's pretty much echoes everybody's sentiments do you know she i swear to god I, I swear to god though the film was that bad i was convinced mm-hmm. that that bit was going to be a dream sequence Ugh. in fact it wouldn't surprise me if another one comes out and that is a dream sequence well not on my watch here's one for you as well <laughs> read, read that out jmac texas chainsaw massacre 2022 try anything and you're cancelled bro <laughs> All right, so this is when he's came onto the bus and they're just looking at him, going, filming him, thinking just because they're filming him, he's going to walk away. Mm-hmm. I did not have Leatherface ending cal- cancel culture on my 22 
2022 Bengal card. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, if if only that, <laughs> if only that was real. If only cancel culture <laughs> getting ruined was real. Uh, let's cancel um, cancel culture. Yeah, let's cancel cancel culture. Or is that hypocritical to say that you don't know? We just don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we've we've felt a little taste of the whole cancellation thing, thanks to me. And it's, it's I'm sure this episode will be great. I think all the buzzwords we've said in this R A P E uh, school shootings. <laughs> Aye, massacre, <laughs> killing. Yeah, glad you're dead. Aye, I think this this one we shouldn't even try and monetize. <laughs> um, so no, th- this was um an absolute waste of nearly three hours of my life because I watched it twice to make sure it was crap. Hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say go watch it just for the pure gory kills. Uh, they're a bit um <laughs> it's like that moment where the hammer gets hit on that boy's knee and he's like oh. uh, i kind of like well that's him done <laughs> uh, funnily enough my wife really winced at that bit i'm uh, betting if i bet if my sister watches it she winced at that bit as well mm-hmm. um one thing actually where i thought the film was promising was at the beginning the first kill i was like that's a brilliant idea the first kill in the film is an absolute corker uh, one of the one of the most original kills in one of these types of films that I've seen in a long long time I would um, like to describe it the guy puts his hand up and Leatherface is in the back of the van with the guy and is like Ken what keys that hand and snaps it back like you're opening the lid of a Smarties tube you know the new not the old lids that used to pop off <laughs> the lids now where you've got to put your finger under it and kind of pop it open like a shampoo bottle snaps his hand back like a shampoo bottle and then the bone that's sticking out of his wrist, Leatherface takes that very bone, and you know the old the old game, stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself. He does that except like forcing the bone through his face. <laughs> oh, bloody brilliant! <laughs> Again, at that point, I was like, "What? That was that was original. I love that." Um, I was like, "This is a the, sign of things to come." Ah, aye, I'm, aye. I'm I'm with this. Aye, nothing like uh, chucking all the eggs in one basket at the beginning of the film, and then. Oh scrambling the eggs by the end of it, it mm. no nah, it was uh it's sitting on imdb right now at a solid 4.9 i think it started off at 6.5 it's gradually come down and down and down i think 4.9 is fair to generous for it yeah i'd, I'd mm. maybe give it a four four and a half yeah it was no nah, i think i gave it about a four as well i'd say i'm not gonna count this as a movie in the franchise realistically no. when i look at the story of leatherface this doesn't happen 50 years later also he's 70 how the hell is he kicking about like with a chainsaw and able to swing it about like that and uh, i think it's, he's agile aye, nah, it's not like it's not like he's michael myers where he's still kind of lean and fit looking mm-hmm. he, he's a big messy a guy you know mm-hmm. i mean i'm betting the actor probably had to take quite a few breathers when he was trying to film some of these scenes mm-hmm. it's a big big unhealthy guy um <laughs> the actor's like oh thanks <laughs> uh, uh, the character of the character of leatherface should be yeah. uh, but th- th- there's at one point honestly there's at one point the <laughs> a worthless steaming pile of cow dung <sighs> figuratively speak <laughs> um so uh, there was there was a, a one moment where he's chasing the the school shooting girl. What's her name, Kevin? I can't even remember the real last name. Leela. 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 Um, he's chasing her, and there's about five moments in one shot where he could have caught her. 
it's just so obvious that, that he's holding back as well, or she's just not running fast enough. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. It's it has many many flaws. I mean, Kev Kev says watch it. I say don't. Uh, we can always we can always disagree. Ah uh, well, I'd say just watch it for fun. I would always tell anybody to watch anything, especially if it's apparently the worst thing they've ever seen. Which brings me to our closing segment. <laughs> we will be live, guys. So please stick around. We'll be live in about four or five minutes with Ouija Shark, shark that's telepathic or something like that. And we're going to do a watch along. So come back in. We'll go live again in the next five minutes. Uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify or whatever, uh, the next episode that you can watch is going to be that one, or you can listen to it. So make sure to get it up on the TV and watch it. J-Mac's got a countdown timer, so it's going to be fun. We're going to come along, we're going to have a laugh, we're going to enjoy our Friday nights. Uh, thanks again for everybody that's tuned in for this half an hour review uh, of... I think face. I think it was, this was more of a massacre than the film. <laughs> it was. We just kind of massacred it, right? <laughs> but hey, there's always next time, and I think they left it open for a sequel as well. So, yay! There may be something that we might not want to see again. Texas Chainsaw but, Massacre kills, and Texas oh, Chainsaw Massacre ends. Ends. Oh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we are for this evening at a time for this very episode. But stick around. We'll see you in five minutes for the you know what the Ouija Shark Ouija watch shark. along. See you in five. See you in five.